Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and happy September. This is episode number 263 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is The Pandemic and the Plagues. This month, I want to draw a correlation between the pandemic we're experiencing now and the 10 plagues recorded in the book of Exodus, that God may be able to expose any false gods that we may have put our faith in. Proverbs 24.10 states, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So additionally, I pray that as you listen, God will expose any area in your life where you may be fainting or weak so that you can turn to God in the time of adversity to be able to gain victory through the strength that only He can provide for you. Also, to heed to the warning in this verse that you strengthen yourself before the adversity comes so that your strength will not be small when it comes upon you. So what is this pandemic revealing or exposing about your faith and your relationship with God? Know without a shadow of doubt, whatever we set up to be our Savior, other than Jesus, will fail us in the end. Jehovah is the one true God. Now this pandemic is revealing the gods of today, which are, in summary, business, economics, money, entertainment, amusement, pleasure, politics, bias, pride, sports, exercise, health. Now, all of these are not wrong until they become our gods by putting our trust in them more so than the living God. Again, I want to draw a correlation between the pandemic we are experiencing now with the 10 plagues recorded in the book of Exodus so that God may expose any false gods that we may have put our faith in. Anything in life can become a God to us when we put our trust in it rather than in God. So I want this to be positive, not where we're focusing on something more negative. No, we want to focus on this so that we can come up to a level of relationship with God that we ought to have. Now Moses was a great prophet. And he was called by God with a very important job to do. As an instrument in the Lord's hand, he performed many signs or wonders attempting to convince Pharaoh to allow the Israelites freedom 
from their bondage to slavery to the Egyptians so that they could go and serve the living God. Now, these wonders are more commonly referred to as plagues, and they were sent from the God of Israel as a proof that he was the one true God and was far greater than all the multitude of gods and goddesses that the Egyptians served. Today, as a child of God, you have a very important job to do to be an instrument in the Lord's hand, to perform many wonders by declaring the gospel and the Lord Jesus Christ, that many will experience freedom from their bondage of slavery to sin. Now, these Egyptian plagues were harsh, and they did vary to correspond to the ancient Egyptian god and goddesses that were worshipped again during the time of Moses. Ten times Pharaoh, because of his pride, refused to repent and then went through the judgments of the plagues that were pronounced upon him through Moses, God's deliverer. Now, likewise today, many are refusing to humble and change their minds or repent or turn to the one true God that he may bring deliverance as well. Now, don't misunderstand me. God is not the author of evil. The evil that comes from Satan and man's own deprived hearts can be used by God for good. He can take what's meant for evil and turn it around for good and for his glory. Now, these 10 Egyptian plagues not only demonstrate the power of God to Moses, the children of Israel, the Egyptians, and Pharaoh, but they were of such magnitude that they would be remembered through all generations and even today. They testify, as does the Old and New Testaments, that salvation from beginning to end is only accomplished through Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith, as stated in Hebrews chapter 12 too. Let's look at the plague to see how God sent Moses, not just to free the Israelites, but to destroy the false gods in the land. This week, we're going to look at plagues one to three, and you can read about them in Exodus chapter seven, verses 14 to 25. In summary, the gods of Egypt, and you may hear them pronounced differently. I'm just going to pronounce them as Qumran which was the guardian of the river's source, Happy, the spirit of the Nile, and Osiris, the Nile was his bloodstream. So these were the gods. And the plague that came upon them, and remember, we're talking about these gods representing the Nile River. The plague was that God turned the water of the Nile into blood. We're going to see some interesting things if you read, if you go ahead and read these passages, is that this was duplicated by the Egyptians to some extent. It occurs in Goshen, where the Israelites lived. Now, let me just read a quick portion. I'm going to read at least verses 18 to 20 so you can get an idea of what took place. 
And the fish that is in the river shall die, and the river shall stink, and the Egyptian shall loathe to drink of the water of the river. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and stretch out thy hand upon the waters of Egypt, upon their streams, upon their rivers, and upon their ponds, and upon all their pools of water, that they may become blood that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in the vessels of wood and in the vessels of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded, and he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, and all the waters that were in the river were turned in blood." So in turning the water into blood, the one true God, Jehovah, was shown that he was more superior than these three gods of Egypt who represented the Nile or the river's source. Now, what about the pandemic today? Can there be some things that have become like gods to us? Something we have put our faith or trust in more so than the one true God? Well, this week, we're focusing on business, economics, and money. Now, God knows we need all three to survive. They're not wrong in themselves until they become our gods and that we put our trust in them more than the living God. So let me ask you, where is your trust for food and daily provisions? What are you willing to do to put some money in your pocket are you angry or bitter at God or anyone else because what you worked so hard for is now gone? Are you seeking financial deliverance from a man or an organization? God knows you have daily needs, and here's the solution he's given us regarding business, economics, and money. The test is whether you will believe this or not. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 to 34, it says, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your Heavenly Father feeds them, and aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, will he certainly care for you? Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? 
These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So just like God proved that the gods of Egypt were not true gods, he has proven to us today that the gods we serve are not true gods as well. Anything in life can become a God to us when we put our trust in it rather than in God. So business, economics, money can become a God in your life if it takes the place of God in your believing that it is the source of your provision. Please be assured, I'm not trying to minimize if you're in financial debt or having a hard time during the pandemic. I can tell you testimony after testimony that when you seek God with all your heart and you cry out to him in your need, God is faithful to provide all that you need. He is a father that does take care of his children. Believe me, I know this from my own testimony. I don't care if you start out from nothing. God will take care of you day by day, just like he did the Israelites when he gave them manna each day. Please trust him. I know this to be true. Now, God hasn't ceased from being God. The same God you believed in before the pandemic is the same God that exists today during the pandemic. He has never changed. But has your view of him changed with the pandemic? Possibly this has been a time of his removing the distractions or obstacles that have clouded your view of him. And if that's so, it's wonderful that's taken place. However, if you're fearful, hard-hearted, or full of anxiety, it may be revealing that he has not been the one true God in your life, that other gods have gotten in the way of your seeing who he truly is. So now he wants you to repent and turn to him alone for all things pertaining to your life. Will you call on him now? Ask him to reveal if there are any other gods in your life. If you don't know the one true God, or you have never received salvation through his son, Jesus Christ, please visit our website given at the end of this podcast and see the other resources also on our website that we have for you that you may grow and have a closer relationship with the one true God. I do pray that if God has maybe stirred up in your heart that maybe you have allowed your view of him to be clouded by maybe other gods of this world, that you will stay with us the rest of the month and also you will take time in prayer to just ask him if your view of him has been clouded during this time of the pandemic and ask him if there is anything that is taking his place in your life. I pray that you'll do that. 
Next week, we'll look at some additional plagues that represented the gods that the Egyptians or people at that time worshipped and how God proved that he was greater. And then we'll look at some of the other gods that we may have today that we have to make sure do not displace the one and true God. Join me next week, and I look forward to our time together. And until then, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.